This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead and tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always jittering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> To episode 1219 of Hard Factor. It is Monday, May 29th, 2023. Happy Memorial Day. Well, I guess you don't say happy Memorial Day. You say this is Memorial Day. Yeah. Is great? What? You, yeah, because well, it's a sad day you're remembering. So Have a great you're not Memorial supposed to be like, day. hey, happy. But it is, you can. You can happy Memorial Day is a little, yeah. a little bit of an oxymoron, I feel like. Who's your favorite dead soldier? Uh, Regardless of that, thank you for cheating Please. on the news with us today. Wait, it is the one I'm most Memorial excited to be dead, Hitler. Well, that's true, yeah. but we don't. We don't, we don't memorialize that piece American. of shit. Yeah, I don't want to memorial him. His hands dirty. No, it, Memorial that, Day, originally known as Decoration Day, federal holiday. No, he was You know, he was a vegan artist, right? I mean, that's when people should have been taking a little bit of a clue. Uh, that's a red flag. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you might want to take a second look at that guy. OK, yeah. uh, today, uh, Pat's got the relegation of Ken Paxton, Leeds United and more in the coffee. Yep. Other vegan artists, Billie Eilish, Travis Barker, Morrissey, <laughs> There's Moby, some good ones. There's Miley some good ones. Cyrus, Ariana Grande and Tom York. Boy, but he Hitler. meant specifically like painting, not 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 painting. not musician, Paint, painting painters, painting dogs. Yeah. And in fact, yeah. not a good painter, a street painter who wasn't even good enough to make it on the streets. So he turned to political speeches and stuff. Right. And that's what okay. you paint, you bum. <laughs> he was good at those. He was a lot better at those, wasn't he, Wes? Yeah, uh, fuck Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> Wes, our resident uh, racism expert, knows just just how good Hitler was at those. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, fuck Hitler, We're Memorial Day. Fuck haunts, it haunts Wes every day. And Wes has a wild international lightning round on deck. Yeah, going to go international for Memorial Day. That makes sense. Outside of the country. Okay. No, I'm well, just kidding. I mean, it's, where, <laughs> it's where a lot of the Memorial Day lives were lost. That's going to go to India. Going to go to Cambodia. We're going to go to South Korea. Nice. There you go. There you stamp, go. stamp, stamp, passport stamps. Stamps mm-hmm. to stamp it. Yeah. Mark's got a very unique con job in the hole for this one today. Yeah, it's a story. Well, they made a movie about it, and it turns out, it may have happened right before the movie came out in real life. Horror film. We'll get to it. Wow. Horror film. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, well, I'm intrigued. And I've got uh, Richard Dreyfus back in the headlines to back clean up today. Have you guys seen uh, the, the recent Richard Dreyfus clips? Because I heard a quote. He's, <sighs> he's not he's not he's not yes. real happy about stuff. You've heard. Yeah. yeah he's yeah, upset. You've heard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You've seen the headlines. No, 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 yeah. no, no. That's only surface deep. We got to take a deep dive. Oh, I can't wait. I, he is not happy ri- about film representation. And stuff. Well, yes. Yeah. Okay. There's those. Okay. You see all the headlines, yeah. but have you, you have clearly not seen the actual footage, which is fantastic. He's we, not going to go see the little mermaid. Yeah. What, what kind of phobe is he? Oh, he's a phobe of all. He's a mostly a phobe. Wes. He's mostly yeah. a phobe of, uh, well, you, you won't guess it. 
Yeah. Uh, you'll guess guess what he's mostly a phobe of right now. Jews. And you won't. No, he is Jew phobe. Oh, is um, he? Yeah, very much. A self-hating Jew is what he is. <laughs> no, uh, no, we'll him. get to it. You'll you'll see what he's you'll see what he's most phobic of. It's something that you definitely will not guess. Okay. Also, shout out to uh, James England. I will not repeat what he says, uh, but he says uh, I haven't missed an episode in two point five years. He's watching us tape live. You can do that at youtubecom slash news or on Twitch. And James, we feel the same uh, about about you, bro. Um, just can't use your nomenclature. Love y'all. H a g f d. Love you, James. There you go. Wes, Wes caught that one from a mile away. <laughs> we, we all caught that one. All right, let's get into the news, boys. I'm sorry I sound like shit, but as I was telling the boys, it wasn't from partying. I wish it was. It was probably from shrimp. From oh, adding. Well, party, yeah. food partying. Pat's food ninth party. food poisoning of the year. No, it, it got it got me thinking. It got me checking myself for ticks, Wes. Well, Pat's oh, really? got a sensitive stomach. Pat, <laughs> for real. Pat's always, Pat's always been prone to food poisoning with a sensitive stomach, but then now I feel like with a toddler, it probably ups yeah. it. It amplifies it. Pat's yeah, Pat's been sucking on Cash's <laughs> fingers and just getting oh, sick get back all, year, year. all year. Uh, you oh, better man. believe I was eyeing down my nieces and nephews at breakfast this morning. <laughs> 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 Whose fingers yeah. were in the food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yep. Anyone else get sick last night? Nope, just me. All right. Yeah. Cup of coffee in the big time. All right, guys, in an absolute shocker, Turkey's president, Air Doggin, won his real, I know it's Air to one, won his re-election. There what? you go. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we, I mean, we called that. It went to a runoff, but. It's a shocker. We knew he was going to win. Runoff be damned, William. Yeah. Air, do- Air Ann is in. Air oh, knew he was. Air Dugin? Air Digian, Air Dog, and uh, according to the New York Times, uh, quote, this victory means Mr. Air Doggin could remain in power for at least a quarter century. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of time and power, man. That is oh, yeah, you're going to have to you have to bring an army to get Air Doggin out of there. He's, he's, he's got to lock that throne down. Turkey is a presidency, <laughs> but in name only. You know who my favorite Air Doggin is? Is Bud. Yeah. Great film series. Yeah. Because he also he a dictator, like, I mean, that fucking dog. <laughs> Erdogan reminds me a lot of like a Lukashenko type, like where even if the election was close, he would just sway it in his own favor. Like, well, it's it, funny you say that, Will. It's funny you say it's that. It's going to take a coup. He called his victory right. before election officials did, which almost always demonstrates both respect for the electoral, electoral democratic process and everything being above board. Just saying. When you're calling it before the election officials do, usually you definitely won. Oh, no, my one. guy, my guy told me we wrapped it up. It's Looks done. like the Air Dog in 2023 merch has hit the stores early. <laughs> Get it now, man. Yeah. Uh, staying on political shit that don't matter. In case you were curious about the death debt ceiling, it's all good. So don't sweat it. All right. Wait. That's why we didn't cover it. Everybody kept asking, by the way, in the comments, hey, how come you guys won't cover the debt ceiling? Because we Cause knew the fuck that it was cares? a bunch of bullshit and that did, it would be taken care of. Did so they do the thing welcome. they always do Give where they time. threaten yeah. to end, yes. end the world? Exactly, and then, Mark, and then they, the 11th hour, they come on to a compromise. Woo, every time. Every wow. Please time. cover every the debt time. ceiling. Oh, my God. Dude, co- please. Time. You <laughs> better <laughs> believe. There was, Wes, there was a lot of people saying, like, where's the debt ceiling coverage? What's the latest dick? Oh, Dude, yeah. we don't need to oh, cover blast. it. It's going to get worked out at, like it does every time. You better believe I saw those comments, and you better believe I tried. I got it. I got in there. I popped That's an Adderall. 
started reading and I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? There was like one professor from Stanford who came out in the news a couple of days ago and was like, if they don't fix the debt ceiling and raise it, this the consequences would be a million We're times worse die. than 2008. It's like, okay, I don't think they're going to let that happen then, Stanford professor. You got to raise the debt ceiling. Look, yeah. here's what it was. Like, here's what it was, guys. It was it was just like everything in politics. It was how do I use my power over you right, to get to what get I deal. want, which isn't actually for my constituents, but instead to serve my personal interests. And that's exactly Parties what happened. and their donors. Came a chicken till the end. How do we so do nothing for a while and still get paid is what it is. Right. Well, it's a perfect some, opportunity. Some type of debt limit, but who knows? It's probably arbitrary and way in the future. Like it's, it always it's, is. It's in principle, Will. Biden yeah. and McCarthy. In principle. In principle. Perfect. <laughs> That's even better. They, it's a handshake deal. We get it. That was also a quote from it. the Times. I don't know what the fuck that meant. I mean, did you do it or not, man? But here's my thing, man. It's a perfect opportunity for conservatives to say, stop spending so much. Look at all this debt, which you need people to do in your life if you're like me. Uh, and also a perfect opportunity for I don't know what the liberals, what their angle was. But look, the they're point saying is, like you can't shut down Social Security. Right, blah, blah, don't blah. shut you can't down stop Social sending Security. checks for the. Yeah. Who knows? Biden McCarthy got together, uh, which I'm sure McCarthy got together on his leash because he's not allowed to do anything. Right. Remember that? Remember, he got he became a speaker of the House, but they were like, not so fast. McCarthy it took him like 12 rounds. You know, but yeah. but right. this deal, the same people that that fucked that did the 15 rounds. Now they say they're going to try to kill this, too. They're like. So they got, oh, he got a fun group kind of yeah. disregarding them. It seems like. you guys are fucked. America bad boys of Congress. <laughs> anyway, the bad boys of Congress, Congress got in there. Like, here's the deal. Here's it. Listen, listen up, Jack. Uh, this is uh, they're lifting the debt limit for two years while cutting and capping some government spending. I was I was going to list what the spending was, but who cares? Let's move that on. Sounds like a pretty great analysis. Honestly, Pat, thanks. L let's just move on, guys. More importantly, this is a really pretty interesting one. I don't know if you ever saw the movie Speed. I know you guys did. Uh, listeners, yeah, I'm not sure if you did. If you didn't, Pop 1990, quiz, hot shot. 1993 classic starring Keanu Reeves and Dennis Hopper and Jeff Bridges and Sandra Bullock. Mm. And uh, you might know him from Succession, uh, the Cameron from uh, from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm -hmm. And it was just dude, speed was the right. shit. Look, here's the deal. Here's the premise of speed. There's a bomb on a bus. Okay. If that bus goes Go over 55 miles an hour, under, under, un over, the bomb gets armed, Mark. Right. Yeah, okay. And sorry. then if it goes under again, that bomb explodes. Guess mm -hmm. who's on the on the trail? A young hotshot detective who's good at pop quizzes. Name's Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah, he is. Okay. Good. Point is, buses are dangerous places. Everyone knows that they're the uh, they're the transportation of the poor. That's why West doesn't <laughs> ride them. I almost got my ass kicked at a bus true. station in Cape Cod one time. What happened? Cape I, Cod? Well, it was it was actually That's like a just rich out, ass it was actually, place. It was around Boston, actually. It's I, a rich I, ass I, place to be yeah. to ride a bus west. You, you, you I was on my way to Cape. I was Cape on my Cod. way to yeah. Cape Cod and uh, stopped at a stopped at a fairly sketchy bus stop, and um, uh, some some kids didn't like the way I looked. I guess I looked too affluent for them, and they uh, they wanted to uh, they they. Wanted to kill me, basically. What That's does a Boston is... kid say to say to say to a rich guy that they want to? Fight? Told me to stop. He told me to. He asked me what the fuck I was looking at, and then um, <laughs> and then he uh, and then he walked out as I as I, as I scattered at? towards my mother. <laughs> uh, 
There's a bus stop right here. I haven't moved uh, Stephen C. Live comment. I just had to repaint the purple wall because uh, it wasn't my house, so I painted it white. And the bus stop right here, where I'm at for another two days, is where the homeless people sleep, like the one guy who threatened. And the last time I rode a bus was in Denver. My wife's like, let's ride a bus because we're on vacation in Denver. It's kind of cute. We'll take a bus to the downtown hotel. And on that bus, I saw uh, a guy scream at a woman. One guy was talking about how he got kicked out of his house and would have to find another sober house because he wasn't sober. And then I was staring across, sitting uh, a 60-year-old Hispanic man who was bleeding through his corduroy pants and had a large blood wound on his on his thigh. And I was like, yeah. that's, that's a lot of blood if it's if it's wet through your corduroy that's pants. That's intense oh, people yeah. watching. You know, yeah. There you go. Home, homeless Buses, encampment man. is worse. One time, though, when I was staying in, in Amsterdam, and this is why people should have done it before uh, it got destroyed this year, but we stayed right across the street from uh, a blue light you know, a blue light special different which than a, red a tra- light transvestite right. uh, uh, booth and mm-hmm. watched dudes consider and end up going in or, or not and talking a lot of uh, first timers there. Huh? Oh, yeah. Lots of folks. Very <laughs> interesting. And it was <laughs> great. Dude, that's, now talk about <laughs> some people watching. That's a great. That was all time. People watching. I would prefer that over the homeless encampment. Yeah, but you Blood see the same guys, guy walk yeah. past 100 times. <laughs> oh, you see him yeah. go back and then they walk past. The, they walk the block like they'll walk around the yeah. corner and then come back. Oh, yeah. guy. He comes out. <laughs> like, and he says never again. Right. <laughs> or like like at that at that period and stage in their life, they're adept at identifying whether law enforcement's involved. Uh, no, I would know. I got to make sure. I ain't no cops in there. <laughs> you, you think anyone's colorblind and stumbles upon the blue light district? And it's like, oh, no. <laughs> I some knew of this was a light very, district. Some yeah, of some you sort. would not know. Some not dick not blind, know. you know. Anyway, that's the type of affluent West is. You would know. Taking a bus to Cape Cod. Uh, the point is, guys, buses are dangerous. Okay. And in Charlotte, North Carolina, some shit went the fuck down. I want your opinion on this, guys. Uh, it was an incident. Uh, authorities identified uh, one of the people involved as Omari Sharif Tobias, and he's not a lawman, even though his middle name sounds very close to Sheriff. He got up uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina, and he said to the driver, hey, let me off here. But it wasn't on a designated bus stop, right? Which, if you ride a bus, never have, but apparently uh, you're not supposed to do, okay? Uh, So, the driver, David Fuller, he told Tobias, uh, you have to wait a minute till we get to an actual stop. Right. And then after a two minute exchange, Tobias pulls out a gun, points it at the driver, Fullard. Right. Oh, wow. This time Fullard says, oh, yeah, you think I haven't been driving a bus for 19 years? He gets his gun out. OK. Mm-hmm. And it's a fucking showdown on the public bus, guys. Uh, this is, quote. Both men fired their guns in, quote, rapid succession, <laughs> although it's unclear who shot first. Uh, that's according to the company spokesperson um, who owns this guy who owns this bus. Uh, the driver was struck in the arm and Tobias was struck in the abdomen. So, look, the driver's a better shot. Uh, the driver's still recovering from his injuries and his attorney. Uh oh. How do you miss someone from inside the bus? Hey, I'm man. assuming this is point blank range for both men. Well, you want to see the video? Yeah. Tobias mm-hmm. misses. They both li- they both live. So, yeah. Tonight, newly Holy released shit. surveillance uh, video showing the harrowing moments inside a Charlotte bus. Oh, a shit. shootout between a driver oh, and a passenger. Oh, did he other did passengers he out? caught in the crossfire? Transit officials say last low. week, 22-year-old yeah. Omari Tobias began arguing driver with driver David Fuller after asking to get off between right stops. Tobias then pulling out a gun. 
the driver bullet, right then pulling so out his own me. gun, and the shootout begins. Oh. Oh. Bullets shattering the plexiglass window of the driver's oh. cab. On the Two other passengers ducking for cover. That's insane. The driver wounded in the arm. Tobias shot in the abdomen. Fuller continuing to shoot at Tobias <laughs> after he crawls away oh. and runs off the bus. Oh, he's Both following are him. recovering from their injuries. And tonight, that driver off the job. We don't want anyone possessing weapons on our vehicles. The transit system saying he didn't properly de-escalate the situation and was not allowed to bring a gun to work. The driver's attorney saying his client feared for his safety. I hear it from a lot of my clients. What they want to do is, is do their job, but they also want to get home. Watch breaking news. Wow. Okay. Thoughts, boys? Oh, uh, man. It's a I mean, powder keg. I feel like, what, taxi driver, if, if you're allowed to carry a gun, which again, not a, not a big gun guy, don't own a gun. If you're allowed to carry a gun, taxi drivers and bus drivers in those states should be able to carry guns. Um I mean, he got a gun pulled on him, yeah. so you could see why he has yeah. one if he's allowed to. I don't know if he should have chased him in the parking lot and then been like, oh, I like, <laughs> no, it. I like aggressive. it when you run. <laughs> that was pretty aggressive. <laughs> he also, Dude, as, as Wes pointed out, he did definitely shoot first. I think that's why the it assailant does, It does look like he missed. did shoot first, yeah. Yeah, because like, he shoots yeah, he the was assailant, in pain. moves, yeah. and then he misses his hard, shots. Yeah. Hard to aim when you've been shot in the abdomen. Yeah. Tell you what, yeah. you wish that he wishes that COVID barrier was bulletproof, right? But that's just plexiglass, unfortunately. Um, right, he just shot straight through. That. Yeah, what do we think here, guys? I, I mean, in my personal opinion, I kind of see where the bus company is coming from, but at the same point, this dude's been driving for 19 years, right? He's seen some shit. He's seen some fucking shit, dude. Yeah, yeah I drunk, mean, drunk on, people on taxis, yeah. right? We, we've all heard horror stories about taxi drivers that need to carry guns because of what they've been assaulted and stuff by drunk people. Yeah, right? they get like, jacked all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also, in this video, had a gun pulled on him. Right. So right. it's not like... I mean, like the evidence is there. He's probably it's not like he said when when the guy pulled the gun. Do you think it's my first time? I've been driving for nineteen As, years. So like it's. I, like, I mean, know. I said that. I don't. You know, he he never said that. I'm just. I I know he's been you're driving imagining, nineteen years. So but I would assuming, imagine you're right. Yeah. You're imagining you're right. Right. As, considering as a guy that who carries it on him. As a guy so. who hates guns, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, he drives it's a bad really, route. You know, it's yeah. on the bus system. If you ask me to publicize that, you can't get off in between. It stops. In my personal opinion. It would have been funny. Well, not funny. It would have been, if, he, if, he, if he shoots him dead and then he waits till the stop and then he throws him off. <laughs> I mean, dude, now you can get off. He's for, like, those, he, for those of you guys just listening at home, I'll be honest with you. Here's what happens. Here's what happens. The dude rolls up. He immediately, the bus driver immediately pops the fucking door, which is so badass. He pops the door. And he tries to get him out. Look, as he's driving, I, know, I, thought, was, I, thought, I thought he shot him out of the yeah. door. <laughs> he should have hit the brakes and then shot him. He's yeah. a fucking superhero. All right, let's move. Yeah, on. I mean, uh, it's it's tough. That he could have died at work. You that fucking bus you driver know. could be dead if he didn't have a gun. Easily. Right. Yeah, it's a we thankless fucking job, dude. It's a thankless job. As we said at the top of the bus segment. Interesting. That's interesting suck. that they can't, that his boss came out of him that hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, they have to. It's an insurance thing. It's a legal thing. Cover your ass. I bet yeah, everyone actually back, though they should take everyone. Back. Everyone actually is like, cool. Nice work. But all right, um, guys, Leeds has been relegated. If you're a listener of the show for a long time, you know that oh, no. we randomly picked an EPL team because some of our listeners listened to Leeds. They said, you guys should be a Leeds podcast. We became one. OK, it just got uh, chilly in here. And oh, what no. what happens in the English Premier League? If you're not if you're not familiar, the bottom three teams at the each, end of each season get sent down to the second tier and the top three teams in the second tier go up to the English Premier League. And look, we saw what happened in this country with the NIL situation, right? 
there's a lot of fucking money in television deals in all sports, especially English Premier League. And this is like if you're if you're a second tier team and you going up to the EPL, this is like a, a, a shot of cash steroids being injected into your abdomen. Um, like those Only bullets. Only for three years, though, right? For two, Tobias. Two or three years. Or one, isn't it? Um, anyway, look. Uh, we made a couple seasons. That's about it. Couple. It was, it was pretty good. Uh, here's a well, statement for you, the club. what you just put on your fucking neck? Oh, sorry. I've uh, always, you know, I've been an Inter fan, Inter Milan, you know, for a long time. It's a different time, league, so. bud. Well, you know, I just don't really, now that our team's out of the EPL, I don't really care. So going to back I'm, to the Serie A, baby. I'm doubling down. Wes, Pat, and I are going to watch Leeds win gonna, like 3 nothing every game. We're going to watch what? him In dominate the, the B-League. On, on a broken what? stream. What is the league even? I, it's it's the first it's the, league? It, look, look, here's the deal, guys. It's it's the champ, um, the champ, champions, champions league championship league. Yeah. yeah. All right, so here's a statement from good. Leeds. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty good. good, right? It sounds yeah, pretty, pretty good. good. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, all right, here we go, guys. Here's a statement from Leeds. Everyone connected with Leeds United is deeply disappointed by the club's relegation. I'm not. Uh, based uh, back to the Skybet Championship after three seasons of the Premier League. You're right, Will. Relegation is painful. We apologize. It's spelled wrong. I mean, if you spell apologize correctly and you're an American. <laughs> to our fan base. Uh, that the performance this season have not seen the club consolidate our status that we'd all hope for. However, Leeds United remains in a strong position to build a team that can challenge for promotion from the championship next season. We know things haven't been good enough. We know we have to improve. But please be assured that behind the scenes, we have worked hard to ensure that the past yeah, will what? not be repeated. AKA behind the scenes fire, is how they fire, 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 fire. Their management fucked up this whole thing. Bielsa was the coach that got them from to promoted in the first place. They got rid of him for Jesse Marsh. Then they pulled the trigger on Jesse Marsh uh, when they, when he probably could have turned it around had they just stuck it out and at least not gotten relegated. But then they like fucked everything up and then they lost the last like several games of the season. The management, the ownership was the reason why they why, got, they're, why they're in the cha- championship now. They, I got they, bad news too. I was like, I was like so happy. I was like, I'm going to Google who's in the EFL Championship League, the league below the Premier League. And I'm right. like, these teams are going to be so tasty looking. I recognize every single name because they've all, you know, been in the Premier League before. Right. Well, let's right. talk about Leeds that. Leeds isn't necessarily going to dominate. No, they might get their asses kicked. <laughs> let's talk about with not with, all that, with, good with that attitude. Maybe they will. Too. Right. That's what happens if if their yeah. players leave. They, if if they keep their existing roster, they're going to be in the top five. But they will look all a lot of the good ones are already on their way. out. It's not even it's already been announced. So in the championship league, you do You do have the opportunity to raise up. You can either finish in the top two, which is automatic promotion or finish third to sixth and win the playoff. That's that's how it works. Uh, Burnley, Sheffield United and Lutton. Pay attention to real leagues. Lutton are coming up. Lutton's coming up for the first time since 1992. So there's a feel good story for wherever the fuck that is. Yeah. Uh, Leicester City and Southampton's going down with Leeds. That brings us to, guys, the top story of the day, also known as the cream of the crop. Okay, gentlemen, corrupt politician and Texas attorney general Ken Paxton was impeached on Saturday in a vote of 121 to 23 in favor of impeachment. And you better believe that included a majority of Republicans. Uh, Ken Paxton is a Republican. Uh, Let's run down exactly what Paxton did. So, Did the drunk speaker vote twice because he was too drunk? He's like, "I vote again." I'm not sure whether he voted <laughs> oh, yeah. twice. Oh, by the way, I talked. I talked to to my wife, who I mentioned on that show worked in the Texas legislature. Yeah. So what happened with that is Ken Paxton cherry picked that clip 
and it, it's at the end of session when everybody's getting hammered. It's like, uh, yeah, it's what do they call it, like dais or something? Yeah, it was like 14 right. hours into a Friday Bacchus, session. So it, was like so a it's like, it was like 11 p.m. So on he Friday. Was, yeah. So he was like, uh, so he, I think it got everybody even more mad at him because he was basically trying to cherry pick something that everybody All does. Do that. Okay. And, yeah. and yeah, so like he basically is like, Everyone's he's hammered. like the dude that broke guide code. No, he, so now no, everybody's he, after they his do. ass because he's, they get he's hammered for two weeks like, they're like, at the end of session. That's yeah. That's fun. They have that bar right. that's right next to the Capitol. It's like it's like Ooh, the cloakroom. Go in there. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Room. My my lobbyist buddy will not step foot in there. I tried to get him to go in there one, one time with me. He was giving <laughs> me a tour of the Capitol, and he goes, "I'm not fucking going in there." And I go, "Why not?" He goes, "I walk in there, bro. One foot in there, I get a bill." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Every lobbyist that sets foot in there, they they write your name down at the end of <laughs> session. They split all the Congress people's fucking bills and they, their tabs, oh, and they shit. send it out to damn. you." Oh damn! Well, he wasn't bothered. He should have been working for a bigger firm. Go no, up he's, he's so bro. low, but I, I do have his take. All right, guys, in 2015, Paxton was indicted on securities fraud. Still not stood trial for that. Uh, he's he's facing a potential 99 years in prison. Bad, bad boy. Felony securities fraud. He allegedly persuaded investors to buy stock in McKinney-based Severgy Inc. without telling anyone, anyone that he was getting paid for it. Um, he denied any wrongdoing, uh, and he said it's a politically motivated case, right? In 2020, Paxton, I'm going to put a picture of him up because he's a real weird looking dude. Can we look in 2020, front, please? Se- senior officials in Ken Paxton's <laughs> office asked federal law enforcement uh, to investigate allegations of improper influence, abuse of the office, bribery and other potential crimes by their boss. The officials said they believe Paxton broke the law by using the agency to serve the interest of a specific political doter named Nate Paul. Here's a picture of him dressed like Blippi. Um, oh, look at that guy. Look at that suit. That yeah, he's looks, an. That guy looks like a body guy. Card. He's an. He's an Austin-based real estate investor. Bench six hundred pounds. Color is not good for his skin tone. Look at the mitts on that no. guy. <laughs> not it makes him look it. like a monster, Wes. It's like he's like hands. a Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> Holy the, the, crap! The suit for those who can't see, it's like like a cobalt blue, and he's wearing like a tangerine orange tie, and it's then his, his skin is like a gray tone. Almost like he was the exhumed. last guy you ever see because yeah. he's there to kill you. <laughs> look at his hands, dude. Yeah, they're huge. Google this guy, Nate, ever seen. Nate Paul. He, uh, World class investments is the name of his company. He, That's he, a front prestige. They, Worldwide, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> guys, they have assets over a billion dollars. He's worth wow. 800 million himself. He started in Austin in 2007 in a self storage business and he's climbed, clawed, and uh, got his way to the fucking attorney general. Ripped so, arms off competitors, yeah, yeah he's <laughs> ripped competitors limb from limb. So, according to the accusations, because uh, this guy's a huge donor, uh, Nate Paul, obviously, according to the accusations, Pact has used folks in his office, you know, the attorney general's office, to investigate Nate Paul's adversaries uh, to help them settle a lawsuit. In return, Paul helped, this is what they said, Paul helped Paxton extensively remodel his Austin house and give a job at world class uh, investments Worldwide, to a woman who yeah. Paxton was banging. Okay. Dirty. Uh, yeah. The FBI Can took we... over that situation in February 2023. The officials that uh, blew the whistle all got canned by Paxton, and then they sued Paxton in a whistleblower lawsuit, which was to be settled for 3.3 million. And that's guys. That's when the shit went down. That's w- that's when the straw broke the camel's back. Guess what Paxton did? Guess he was, what he, he did, guys? He was taxpayers' help, money. Right? He He's said. He said, Mark. Mark yeah. and Wes, you guys yeah. pay for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he asked, yeah. He, he asked a state budget writer <laughs> yeah, to spend has. public money on the settlement. And at that point, right. they were like, are you fucking kidding me, bud? He requested help, and he would have been fine had he not just paid 
it himself, and instead he requested help, and so now he's impeached. Look, there I, you go. I desperately, desperately need help. I can't get on the bad side of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, somebody send me some money quick. Dude, yeah, Google Nate Paul. Do, yeah. do it right now right. at home. Google Nate Paul. Look, go to images. You pay that guy on time. Yeah. He's, He's got a cemetery intense. of competitors in his backyard. <laughs> he, he looks like he, he looks like fucking Paul Barra. He looks like the Undertaker's. Yeah. Corner man, if he was the Undertaker, but the same huge, size yeah. as the Undertaker, yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, who should have been the Undertaker's guy. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, just so you know, Paxton suspended until it goes to the Senate for a trial. A couple other things on Paxton: uh, he asked the uh, Supreme Court to overturn Joe Biden's election, uh, a suit they tossed out. Um, and I got this from my buddy, who's the Republican lobbyist. I said, "What's your take on on Paxton being impeached?" He said. He absolutely should have been impeached, but this is going to make for a real shitty primary election for all my common sense Republican friends. I said, how do you mean they're going to get tossed in with Paxton? He goes, no, the ones that voted to impeach, they're going to get an ultra conservative primary opponent, which sucks because uh, now we will have out of state money likely coming in. And I said, who's bringing the money? And he said, all the crazies in the other 49 states people now that our state's legislature is. Yeah. Yeah, so though Trump Trump will try to like flood the zone with we got to win the red kingdom back and all that shit. Sure. Uh but but Tr- Trump, Trump 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 criticized Paxson's impeachment. Right, right. of course. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah Paxson was the looking Paxson yeah. was looking for a pardon yeah, when he when he challenged the, the election. Yeah, it's right. MAGA Republicans versus not Right. And so Texas not, is yeah. trying to yeah. trying to uh like what but it's I mean Paxson has been hated since he took the job from Greg Abbott. Uh, who was the last attorney general before him. And, you know, he's he, employees at the office of the attorney general can't stand the dude. Nobody's ever they've been trying to get rid of him forever. He keeps well, getting prosecutors and he's asking cases. them to fucking commit fraud. So he keeps getting his federal court cases taken to the, his court, his home court in like North Texas, where he keeps winning. So it's like he's been getting he's a slime ball. He's been getting out of it forever. It's probably good for the state of Texas that he at least he's gone, yeah. even if somebody else comes in, because like this dude has been a, a ba- like a slimy politician in Texas for yeah, decades. Right. He's, he kind of looks like if like Chevy Chase and Rudy Giuliani did a face. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Good take. Great take. Yeah, no, Will, I agree with you. The, the one that was just sad to hear that anytime that a right is wronged or a wrong is righted, then then politics yeah. is just so fucked Now it'll up. get worse. Now politics. we're bringing out of state money to fuck yeah. you ass. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> politics is nothing but a power vacuum. Right, yeah, and a power vacuum attracts the absolute worst people in investment, and that's just how it works. Fuck same, these thi- hoes. same thing with uh, with the Daily News show. We're, hey, Vice News, we're sucking in all your viewers. That's right. Mm-hmm. right. Welcome to it, Buzzfeed. All right, hey. <laughs> on that note, guys, I want to ask you a question. Do you even care about your lawn? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A lot. I don't want to hear from you guys. I know the answer. I, I want this to resonate with the person listening at home. Do you even care about your lawn? Do you? I have to pull over to think about that one. Yeah. All right. Now that you've thought about it, there's something you could do about it. Okay. You're lucky to have a lawn. I don't have one. And I want one, but I don't have one. And you have one and you're not treating it right. Pat takes his shoes off right away when he gets on a lawn. Right away. I'll tell you what. I was at the beach this weekend. You know what I was doing? I was looking at those houses, those houses that are on the beach, the beach houses, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Looking at at their lawns and saying, look at that. The real special ones, the ones that use Sunday. I said, look at that. 
Like to get your toes in there, huh? I said, I said, what do you functionally do with that, a lawn like that? And then I answered my own question. I said, you enjoy it. That's what Will said. Uh, and that's because some people were using Sunday. Some people weren't. They all could because it's totally affordable. Um, so if you care about your lawn, I'm going to ask you to go to GetSunday.com slash Hard Factor, enter your address, and get a customized plan created just for your lawn. Guys, they're going to send you a little uh, concoction with no hazardous chemicals. You're going to slap that puppy right there on your hose. You're going to go out. You're going to spray that lawn down. You're going to spray it down. Yep. And it's going to get better and better and better. And then you're going to say to yourself, I'm sleeping better. I'm eating better. I'm more healthy. Ladies are wanting me. Men are after me. Why? Because mm. when you believe in your lawn, you believe in yourself. Okay. That's right. No trips to the store. Heavy hauling bags. Sunday will ship it right to your house. Lawn care. Bam. Sunday's easy and affordable. Some lawn care services cost more than 1500 bucks a year. We're not talking about that. We're talking about full season plans as low as 109. And for a limited time, Sunday's offering Hard Factor listeners 50% off your first box. What? Whoa. 50% off a great lawn? Jesus, what a deal. Mark could tell you what, Mark could probably tell you, full, he's not gonna, but he probably could. Full season plan, right? 109, divide that by a season, right? And then. Right? And then break out those 12 units or eight units or whatever the units are and then divide one and a half. Oh, I don't know. I can't do all that. I, I painted okay. a room today. I'm a little lightheaded. But yeah, you know, I'll tell you this much, though. You can see the step ladder. <laughs> While we can't do the math completely, I can tell you this. My wife and I were standing out in our lawn today just admiring it and being like, damn, Sunday works really fucking Bam, right after Sorry. that, sex Excuse, excuse my you know French. It works really well. Because they love each other, and that then they realized it yeah. while looking at their lawn. Look is, what we did so right in now. the back of the house. Now let's go to the front of the house. That's where their bedrooms are. If yeah. you ever go to Will's house, you'll notice that first thing. <laughs> bedrooms up front, huh? Guys, go to GetSunday.com slash Hard Factor. Uh, enter Hard Factor at checkout. Get 50% off your first box. Nice. Yeah. Uh, guys, Father's Day is just around the corner. And if you're a dad like me, you're hard to shop for, right? I don't wear ties. I don't drink scotch. I don't drink bourbon. I don't really play golf anymore. So what's left to get someone like me? Well, I'll Sneakers, tell you. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, who knows my size? I'm, I'm a lot bigger than you think I am. 13. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're right, Pat. 13. Something I can, uh. I'll tell you what you can get me, something I can use to get in shape and have fun. And I'm not talking about a real doll that can run from me. I'm talking about electric e-bike, you know, one of these, yeah. one of these bad boys. Check that out. Now, Whoa. electric. That's yeah. Styling. That's the stormtrooper. That's the expedition. That's, that's one. That's one boy. that uh, the electric sent me. And let me tell you, it is fucking awesome. Uh, first off, very easy to use. It's got a five pedal assist setting. And if you get tired of pedaling, you just twist the throttle and off you go. It's like an electric Ooh. moped. Uh, super fun, fast. I use it for errands. And my son has also fallen in love with it. Practically the only way I can get him outside. In fact, I'm probably going to get him one so we can enjoy it together. Right. It's, how it's fast. Just, how fast are you guys going? Pretty fast. Yeah, you can get up to like the, the fastest I've gotten. It is like 25 miles an hour. It, it can get up higher, but I'm yeah. fat. What about downhill. Downhill easily. Twenty eight thirty. Yeah, yeah. Thirty. Yeah. 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 So it's like it's on par with the Tomos Targa LX. Yeah, the sprint. Well, maybe. this is better. I mean, electric is the number one. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, so that, Thomas Targas are Thomas Targas are dead. I mean, those are forever ago. But they're man. not a thing. 
Yeah, oh, they're way no. better, obviously. No gas. Okay, I'm just saying. These are these are, and they're whisper quiet too. So oh, you, don't, you know, yeah. they're just, it's just, you just sound like you're just gliding on technology. Wes is just sneaking to the cigarette store. Oh yeah, I don't or have just to. Just the sound of the tires creaking under Wes's body. Fire yeah. up my car. No, these things are well built. The Look at this thing. Sound of the frame. Listen, this thing is so well Stress. built. I can put another human on the back of it if I just get the uh, attached seat and, oh, and ride around. You could fit West. two S's on there. Yeah, I mean, easily. What, it, what was it? Forged by Thor? <laughs> <laughs> from, <laughs> from quick trips to outdoor adventures, electric e-bikes created a mode, midgets, uh, a mode of transportation that anyone can ride. Uh, with quality, feature-filled models, finance as low as $73 per month. Your adventures won't cost a fortune. They include powerful removal battery, a bright LCD display, seven-speed gearing, and five levels of pedal assist to power your ride. Plus, you can lower your gas costs and reduce your carbon footprint. Electric bikes are also foldable and ship-free, fully assembled. So skip the played-out gifts for this Father's Day and give the gift of adventure with electric bikes. Visit electricebikes.com to learn more and explore the epic models electric has to offer. That's L-E-C. T R I C ebikes dot com. Shit, I forgot one thing in the coffee. Uh, mm. Sam Howell uh, was extremely accurate according to all the press. Um, uh, at, oh uh, yeah, he's looking great. Commander's training camp. So that's good. big news. Sorry, Sam Howell. They were just saying that his his accuracy st- stuck out. As oh, well. So guys, didn't even draft a backup. You're you're all in on Sam Howell. All in, all in. We got Jacob, Jacoby Brissett is going to give him. You know, just some some veteran Lots of pointers. Yeah, pointers. Yeah. All right. Um, <clears throat> got a little international um, lightning round for you today. Nice. Going to go to India, then Cambodia, then to South Korea. First, let's go to India, where a government official, this guy, Rajesh Vishwas, is in uh, some deep masala. After Wait, that's he- a government official yeah he's like a food inspector government official Wait, yeah. why does he have a gun in his waist because, that's how the, India because the food is unsanitary listen spices are expensive yeah. um and uh he ordered a reservoir drained of four hundred and forty thousand gallons which is about two hundred and seventy five thousand toilet flushes after he lost his phone in the reservoir while taking a selfie here's the Reservoir. There's uh, Rajesh, and there's the diesel pump he used to pump out all that water. Now the phone he dropped uh-huh. was some new Samsung worth about twelve hundred bucks. No big deal. But Rajesh claimed the phone had sensitive government material on it, yeah. so he absolutely needed to retrieve it. Yeah. That, or he had him a fucking lizards, or him being a bad little piggy. You yeah, know? government material. Yeah, yeah. you gotta yeah. wonder what's on there, bro. I'm a bad little piggy. Um, at, <laughs> at first, show that um, reservoir again. <laughs> so yeah. there's people that like yeah. go out there. So yeah. he's like, everyone out. Yeah, <laughs> drain he it. Their water <laughs> out. Yeah, he's he's like, two, mil- two, two million liters, dude. <laughs> he first had divers. How long yeah. did that take? Yeah, he had, well, he had divers, and then it wasn't successful. And then he brought in this old shitty diesel pump that took forever. I'm sure it took to get, a week. Yeah, forever. <laughs> so uh, did he steal all the water? Is it is it back or is it just now in the no, ground? It's gone. Oh, it's, gone. it's gone. It's gone. Well, so 
What? They got, yeah. they got droughts over there, man. Oh, yeah. Now there's no water crisis in India at all. He didn't so, have a $2 million uh, tank to put the water in. It just shot all backwards and stuff. It just and seeped it, into the, the yeah, desert. Yeah, into the dirt. Yeah. Why couldn't he let his up. phone stay there? How how bad is the video isn't, on his phone? Isn't oh. that the best place for his phone to be if it's got bad shit in the bottom of a reservoir? No, because it's if you have that bad shit on your phone, you want to know where the fuck it is. Right? It's got to be that okay. bad. <laughs> it's got to be that bad. We always joke, like, if you die, throw my laptop in a right. reservoir. Right, like, right. <laughs> but, we, but we have, we don't have, like, that bad stuff on it. We have just like no one no, else know the kind of porn we watch. It's this guy like, needs it. This guy needs it in his possession. This guy has some bad shit. Yeah. So he could probably be blackmailed with it. So, you know, he said he had verbal permission well, from an office. Everybody he can now. So what are they yeah. going to do now? Now everyone wants to see his phone and they're going to look into him. Well, I bet the phone is gone. Um, he said he got permission to drain some water into a nearby canal, adding, adding that the official no uh, said permission. it would, quote, benefit the farmers who would have more water. So it was a win-win. You know, I get my phone back. I don't go to prison. The farmers can water their crops and animals. And um, it's almost as if the the Indian god of water, Varuna, wanted this to happen, even though Mm. Yama, the Indian god of justice, was licking his lips when, you know, Rajesh dropped his phone. So finally, Uh, everyone would see what a bad little piggy Rajesh had been uh, when someone (laughs) finds his phone. Right. So. Eventually, he's pumping all this fucking water out. A government official came, comes and is like, what, what in all of Vishnu do you think you're doing? And uh, saying the water could have uh, irrigated 1,500 acres of land instead of being wasted <laughs> because Rajesh has videos of himself apologizing to his mistress. You know, right. Yeah, Wes, because it doesn't look like that diesel pump was hooked up to a hose. It was just spraying into a yeah, field. Just it was back, yeah, he's just, just spraying. Into the dirt behind it. He just yeah, caused he a landslide behind him. He didn't help yeah. any farmers at all. He's no. also doing this shit on vacation, bro. Like, think yeah. about that. Yeah. Think about how bad what on that f- is on that phone. Like, it's like you really drop bad. your phone, and so then he bad. first tries to coordinate it's with so divers, bad. and then he gets a fucking diesel pump to pump for two days while he's on vacation. What did yeah. he do? Is he a pedo, you think? Uh, you gotta uh, be a pedo. This is yeah. it's gotta be a pedo. But he's like, let me see the. Oh, this isn't no my back. My background's of a lizard anus. This isn't my phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this isn't my phone. I must be yeah. punished, mistress. I'm a dirty little piggy. It's hey man, I gotta ask you, how old's that? How old's that lizard's butt? Or like he murdered someone, but like you know, like right, it's on camera. Like yeah, he, we're fraud. He's got proof of fraud on there. I mean, yeah. something. Well, that that picture you put up is from his social media, man. Yeah, this he's just so rolling like strap the gun. at yeah, places yeah. Yeah. It's, and then showing it off. It, the it's guy a G-Wagon in front of a G-Wagon. It's, 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 li- it's life in prison if they find what's on the phone. Is what it right. Is. So they're, they're going to they're going to they've he's suspended. They're going to do an investigation and he's probably going to lose his job and maybe go to prison for what's on that phone. We don't know what's oh, on the phone, yeah. but he it's something. It's something. Yeah. Yeah. You got to eat that phone. You got to you got you to get rid of it. Um, but let's move on to Cambodia. Um, guys in Cambodia and other parts of Southeast Asia, they have these crazy crocodile farms. Um, and basically the, the crocs are bred for their meat, their skin and their eggs. So people over there, you know, they love to eat the meat. They love the eggs. And obviously the skin can be sold for high dollar, make boots and, you know, whatever else for rich people. They're basically giant pits. Well, really like chickens. Yeah, they're like they're like big chickens. They're like, yeah, it's like it's they're like cows and shit. So I'm starting to see, isn't it possible that. Uh, crocodiles that have been around since before dinosaurs uh, might have done a little bit of a Gladys here and been like they're putting us in farms and, and cutting our skin off and maybe that's why they eat some of the people. Yeah, I mean, they, Gladys the Orca. That they're like, not spread, happy. Spread word. 
Like I'm sure they can communicate since they've it's been even around for worse 18 or- billion years. And they're orcas are at least mammals, and so they're yeah. gonna like. But these are like lizards. I mean, yeah, these, these are, are gonna dumb. fuck a human up. Pretty sure they told one. they told the other crocodiles. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah but like, you ever yeah, seen yeah. one of those run, dude? They can yeah, run fucking like 40 miles an hour like a yeah. horse. They've survived yeah, quick. like. You know, I'm not taking anything away from the crocodile. Asteroids. I'm just saying a lizard will eat you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, and that's what happened. They're basically um, giant pits so of crocodiles. You, so you got to fuck them with your buddies before they get a chance to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say when, in when they're babies. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> yes, um, this is my phone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that I am. That I am fucking the lizard. Um, as you can imagine, working one of these farms like seventy-two-year-old Luan Nam did in the city of uh, Seam Reap. You say to yourself every morning, whatever you do all day, you can do anything else. Just don't fall into the crocodile pit, right? That's all you have to do all day. Just don't fall into the crocodile pit. Unfortunately, this past Friday, that's exactly what Luam Nam did. He fell into the pit when a crocodile uh, was he was trying to move, grabbed a stick and he didn't let go of the stick and it pulled him into the pit. And then the crocs ate his arm and then they killed him. Yeah. What's the first word? What's the first word when you get in there? I would uh, fu- fuck you, crocodiles. Damn it! Yeah, no, yeah. It's just whoops. I don't Idiot. even know if you get a word one out. Mistake. Yeah, please. The one please. mistake. You. I mean, yeah. do you even try to get up because you you know no, you're dead. You know you're, you you know know you're it's dead. It's a pit of crocodiles. You're, you're yeah, over. I mean it's yeah. it's a pit of crocodiles. So you're saying you're saying your last prayers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. it's bad. Um, I would try to poop real quick so they got it's like kind of poop on them a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Maybe come real quick. <laughs> Just come. Yeah, try to come real quick on him. It's a good thing being scared <laughs> makes me horny. Yeah. That would freak him out. Sir Dominance. <laughs> Crocodiles bite the whole package off. Oh, you don't yeah. want this, man. This You don't want this. Trust me, Croc. It's real smelly down there. Um, <laughs> finally. Come and get it. His mentor, his mentor comes in to clean up his body and checks his drawers, and he's like, "Oh man, he went out fighting." Yeah, <laughs> he, ta- he, he trains him every time you're at the edge. You have to have a full erection just in case you fall in the pit. Look, they're gonna get you. You're yeah. still gonna die. Yeah. But this, it's just one last fuck you to them. Exactly. That's <laughs> not how you gotta roll. I hate it. Um. Finally, let's go over to the went uh, out air, like a man. The uh, air over South Korea, where on Friday, a deranged man opened one of the emergency doors of a descending Asiana Airlines uh, flight headed oh. in for Seoul. When the plane was about seven hundred feet off the ground, here's video oh, of the God passengers. Thank God, wasn't fifty thousand feet. Oh yeah, well they couldn't do it. They, he wouldn't be able to do it at fifty thousand yeah, because the, the, the pressure is uh, yeah. too great. So at about eight hundred feet, the pressure kind of levels out between the plane and, and and like how far you are. So you, there's you're one eight... man who could do it at that height. Yeah. Oh yeah, he could easily do it. Yeah. <laughs> Mister Blue Suit. What's yeah. his name again? His name is uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Nate Paul. Nate Paul. Nate Paul. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Exit so... row, please. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. He just turns. Okay, so what happened, Wes? This guy just, how did he get it open? I thought you couldn't get it open. Or maybe, right, so at 800 feet, like I'm saying, the the the, the plane, like, depressurizes because you don't need it to be depressurized because you, you can breathe at that level of height, I guess. 
and it it enables you to be able to open the the plane door and that's what he did up and until he, you can still send text messages right like when you're yeah. like in the air and you're like still sending texts and then yeah, it yeah, stops yeah. Well, then, yeah once you, you can't, can't send text the then you can't yeah. open the door you're right yeah. yeah something like that so here's video of the of the passengers after the door was opened holy shit as you can see the wind is just blowing everyone's scarves and and these two guys these two guys in the front like, i'm gonna get a i'm gonna get a voucher when i when i land <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen anything also, like this? Also kind of cool though. Right? And there's the door he opened. So he opened a emergency exit door, which was in the middle of the plane. So he didn't like, you know, like he had to climb over some people in an exit row. I don't know if he was sitting in the exit row. Then they oh, pinned him down. And huh? What, I said, what a nut. You know? Yeah, he's this a guy's nut. He's losing his mind. Yeah. So when they finally got the guy, um, they pinned him in, in the plane so he couldn't like jump out or cause any more havoc. When they got on the ground, they arrested him and they asked why he did it. He said, I wanted to see if everyone would fly out like in the movies. Yep. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah which I think is a great excuse. Um, no, he didn't actually say that. He was he said it was uh, because it was a domestic flight and it was taking longer than it should have. And he felt suffocated inside the cabin and he wanted to get off quickly. Um, Even more crazy. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. as soon as the plane landed, they were on the uprise. But as soon as the plane landed and they were on the downrise. Oh, they, they were descending. Down? Yeah, they were descending. Oh, so he wanted to like just jump right off the plane. Just wanted oh, to get so. there quicker. Yeah, get off yeah. a few minutes early. Okay. Maybe see yeah. if he could do it. I don't know. He said he lost his job, was under a lot of stress, so he was trying to kill everyone on the plane, I guess, because he was under a lot oh, of stress. Oh, just himself. Yeah, yeah, just himself. Yeah. He yeah. he made it pretty clear. Yeah. yeah. Just, Call okay. firing that guy. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that a dozen people went to the hospital with breathing issues after the plane landed, and he faces 10 years in prison for his little freak out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he deserves those 10 years. Here they are arresting him, pinning him down like a like a like a pig. <laughs> Why is everybody a pig? <laughs> like a little I'm a bad little piggy. Bad, bad, little, bad pig. little piggy. Like a little piggy. <laughs> Look at me in the mud. All right. Um, are you guys familiar with this movie? I'm putting up the movie poster. Orphan. Orphan, right? So that's a girl in a pigtail, pigtails and a dress. Uh, and and the, the tagline is, there's something wrong with Esther. Oh, and wow. and it's the movie Orphan, as Pat called out. It says so right there. And, and what's wrong with Esther, as they're asking? She's 42 years old. That's right. It's not, it's not that her parents died making her an orphan, which you know by the title. It's that they probably died of natural causes or were mur murdered by Esther, who's actually a 40-year-old psychotic adult, oh. not a child that likes to get adopted by unsuspecting people then terrorize them. Oh, yes. How does she keep it so so tight and young-looking, though? Because she has a d disorder, um, like the girl that uh, the mm -hmm. guy flew from England, the bartender. She's oh. got the, that bartender's disorder. Oh, make you Benjamin Button disorder or something. Yeah, like you never... Shauna Lee or whatever her name yeah, is? Yeah, you never... You, you appear like a child for the rest of your life. So gotcha. she had she had that. Now that's a movie, okay? Uh, interesting premise, mediocre, and a show. mediocre and a show. movie. And then we mentioned the show. Uh, but it turns out Orphan, uh, which came out in 2009, might have been the inspiration for Ukrainian dwarf Natalia Grace, who is not only a dwarf, um, which makes her short, but she also has the permanent child face disorder. Uh, according to a lot of people, oh, wow, a lot okay. of people. This is when she was six in 2010, a year after Orphan came out, uh, and was adopted by uh, a family in Indiana, the Barnetts, Michael and Christine Barnett of Indiana, who adopted her in t t 2010, Natalia. And they thought, oh, she's okay. a six-year-old Ukrainian so refugee. Um, and then uh, that's when the horror story began in 2010 for them. Uh, they're finally telling this story in a new documentary being released tonight. 
yes. Monday on oh. Investigation Discovery called The Curious Case of Natalia Grace. And basically, she fucked the, the poor Barnetts up so badly that they split up. They're, not, they're now divorced. And they moved to Canada to get away from her and left her at their house in 2014, four years after taking this the psychopath. my house now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a, 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 adopting a homicidal dwarf didn't keep them together? <laughs> no. No, it didn't was. How did uh, she win that legally once they found out she was of age, though? Oh, we'll get to we'll get. They to just washed their hands of it. Well, yeah, no one wants to be near her, Will. Um, she, Natalia allegedly threatened to stab them to death in their sleep, would stand over them in, in the middle of the night. She put uh, poison in their coffee, like uh, like like um, car fluids and shit, uh, as well as she threatened to kill their biological children. She also drained their bank account from $300,000 to $0.37 cents in just four years. The craziest part, though, is this, the jury is still out technically on if Natalia is is a six was a six year old back in 2010 and would make her 19 now and if she's ukrainian and, and, a, and a dwarf or if she's just an adult con artist mm. um we don't know oh uh, they still don't know her we still identity. don't know really will uh maybe at the end of the documentary oh, wow. we'll find out but uh she won't tell us the truth of who she is we're living with a con artist and a yes. sociopath michael said crying that's the opening to the to the trailer look what she did to this guy she absolutely oh. broke this guy who had three hundred thousand in his bank account and was happily married to this with lady who was also broken oh by whose idea potential. was it whose idea broken was pictures it whoever's idea you, you couldn't get over it if it was like one of them was really into it and the other one wasn't yeah you could never get over Damn, it dude i think i think i told you guys this before but did you guys ever see the movie imposter the imposter the documentary yes, dude. yeah the guy who played the son that was missing for like a decade or more frederick or frederick borden yeah. so he, he, like, had the, he got the same tattoos as the right dude. right so mm-hmm. essentially this guy's a con man french con yeah. man and yeah. he's in prison and he's so fucking good that when he gets busted he pretends to be a missing kid from Texas yep. or someplace. Right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, oh, wow. I, I heard about this story in like 2009 or 10, like right when we first moved to Austin through a friend of a friend, uh, Ben Steinbauer, filmmaker. He made a movie called Winnebago Man. He was making it, and uh, I caught up with him like six years later, and I was like, bud, whatever happened to that, that documentary you were making? It sounds just like that movie, The Imposter, that came out. And he goes, yeah, man, it was that movie. It was the same guy. And I'm like, oh, what man. happened, dude? Oh, he's he like, well, him. No he's like, well, he's a con man. So yeah. we, we, we paid him. So, sold we paid him 20 grand for his life rights and uh, sold him to everybody. <laughs> oh, he no. sold him to everyone. He sold him to everybody. That imposter was, I haven't seen one, but imposter was awesome. Uh, apparently, that makes a lot of sense, honestly. Apparently, yeah. the Barnett started to catch on uh, when Michael's wife, Christine, let out a blood curdling scream the first time she gave Natalia a bath, which at six seems borderline to me, especially if it's like a new kid, but whatever. So yeah. she's given she's given her a bath um, and she lets out a scream because when Natalia got naked, she uh, revealed a huge, thick, full bush downstairs uh, on the six year old. Uh, yeah, discuss- there's no <laughs> parenting scary. book to broach that subject. <laughs> so your six year old has a bush so full. She screamed. <laughs> <laughs> they then they then discovered that the alleged six year old was hiding periods for like you know for for months and months on end. She just kept hiding you know bloody tampons and stuff. And then and then the oh. stealing, the lying, the threatening to death was a quick follow. The smoking, uh, the smoking. Yeah, the, oh, yeah. So how, she smoked like a chimney. Yeah, <laughs> they still haven't figured out how old she is. No man, she didn't grow she's an inch. 
Well, she didn't grow an inch in the four years, but it could be because she's a dwarf. So from 2010 to 2014, uh, she's in her she, 20s she didn't grow. She didn't grow an inch. She didn't lose any teeth. She had like her adult teeth. She uh, she also they said uh, some of the red flags were um, that she uh, she was she was way too mature and smart for her age. They said she had a vocabulary vocabulary that was described as Shakespearean. Like right. she was like <laughs> her knees right. swelled up when it was about to rain. Yeah, it's amazing at chess. Yes. Oh, she was destroying these other kids in chess. <laughs> she it's knew like, she knew a wide variety of sailors knots. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Uh, but all that led to Christina verbally and physically abusing her, which is also admitted like she used to beat the shit out of her. And not everyone's on the Barnett side. Their neighbors at the time said, quote, the Barnett's are the predators. Uh, they, they literally just left left her the wolves regardless of her age. She was neglected, abandoned and alone when they moved to Canada. Mm. And then Michael's mother uh, says, we don't know that there's 100 percent one villain here. There might be many. And then the couple's son, uh, Jake, said that uh, my mom isn't 100 percent innocent. And her and Michael said that Christina used to beat the fucking shit out of Natalia being like, tell me you're real age she'd like lock her in closets and chase her around the house being like tell me your real age <laughs> well how did Listen, they not lady. just deal with it with the people like i did they, they found they, they i guess like sourced her themselves like they went to ukraine and found her well, and then it's just pretty common it's pretty common you go to an orphanage yeah. in ukraine yeah well uh, yeah. but to your point well so they adopt. couldn't deal with it because they brought her over basically and made her a citizen and the government's right. like yeah it's your it's, it's on beggars you. can't be choosers but to, right. to your point well natalia's biological mother claims in the documentary that natalia was born in 2003 and that she abandoned her but she was born in 2003 making her six when when the barnett's adopted no, her. how does she explain here, the bush i i don't know but here's natalia so just we saw take, we saw natalia test. as a child right here's natalia as a child here's her drawing like landscapes you know mm -hmm. like, uh, here's here she is a child. Here's her in 2019 appearing on Dr. Phil to defend herself, saying she was a child the whole time. And if you notice her face, she does look a lot older. She does. She She's looks 32, a lot 32. older. So that would would have made her what, like 20 something when she was here? She 19, was maybe. Yeah. She looks 19, maybe okay. 14. Yeah. So she's still she defending had to get a herself. job. And we're no, we're not, she, I mean, she's obviously a full grown woman. We're not sure. We're not sure. We're going to have to we're going to have to find out in the end of the documentary. Um, yeah, that's pretty cut and dry. I mean, she's she's definitely I wonder if the child. Barnett's I wonder <laughs> if the I wonder if the Barnett's watched the movie Orphan like during that <laughs> period. They had to, right? Dude, I, I haven't seen my brother yeah, keeps trying to get me get me to watch the new series. He says it's fucking bad. Oh, yeah, they did, a, they did a TV show about it, too. Is that the one that's supposed to be the scariest thing anyone's ever seen? That's I saw from, some I saw from, some no. like ad about the scariest horror film or TV show. That's from and it's not that scary. Oh, but it's from good. Uh, from is like uh, from the people that did Lost and it's about people that can't leave a town and. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's that same ad got me to watch it, Wes. Yeah. That's a great ad and it's yeah. OK. It's yeah. not. Let me do scary. an ad. If you want to watch a movie like that, check out my first film, House Hunting. Same go. concept. So <laughs> it's way not as good as From, but still pretty good. From is good. <laughs> but Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you should plug that. Also decent, but not yeah. as good okay. as From, probably. Yeah. We try to get the guy from From. God damn it. Yeah, he's also from he's like so, Lost so and good. stuff. He's good. Yeah. Is it Drew Goddard? Anyway. Hmm. Will. Uh, hmm. All right, uh, you guys want to catch up with Richard Dreyfus real yeah. quick before we head Hell out? Yeah, man. Yes. Okay, yeah. you may have seen a lot of headlines about Richard Dreyfus uh, in the last month, as Mark was alluding to. Uh, that's because he went on Bill Maher's uh, Club Random. 
All right. Uh, and he, he was he was upset about uh, communism. He made some communism remarks, political correctness at the Oscars. And now people are treating him like he's a KKK grand wizard because he's upset about political correctness at the Oscars. Uh, well, what's but- his quote? It wasn't his quote that I hope. Uh, Ariel dies at the end of this little movie. It was not his quote. He said he said oh. that the inclusion. He said the inclusions uh, make me want to vomit. The inclusion rules at the Oscars make me team want to vomit. Hashtag Team Ursula. Yeah, he said. Uh, so so, but Mark, I don't think uh, those are the headlines, and that's okay. what the that's what the media was upset about. Uh, but the only thing actually being talked about on the actual comment section of the podcast uh, on YouTube um, is how Richard Dreyfus gave the interview and he did it falling out of his chair the entire time. What? And were, neither were him or high? Bill Maher ever said anything about him falling out of the chair. He obviously has a couple extra pillows behind him and stuff. He just keeps <laughs> falling out of the chair and what? they never address it. And it's so just dry. I, it's I, almost I, like it's a comedy act. I've watched the show a bunch. They get what? they get fucked yeah. up on this show. So, so Dude, they they smoke yeah, dope on the show. They're they drinking. smoke joints. They drink. It's like they really he, he, get fucked he's, up. He's fall out of your chair drunk and they don't address it. Dude, he's so fucked up. He also what he said isn't that crazy. It's just <laughs> a bunch of bunch of angry writers who are mad at him. So uh, it's a bit of a choose your adventure segment here. Do you guys want to see the YouTube comments first? And then the video or the video and then the YouTube comments. Just your Uh, choice. I think video for me. Okay, Wes wants video first. I want to see what they're commenting on. I'm overruled. Oh, no, let's do it in reverse. That's better story. It's better storytelling. Do it in reverse. All right. So in reverse, I I think that this is the better way to enjoy it, too, because it'll wet your whistle for what you're about to see. Uh, Casey uh, Commenda, top comment, says that Bill never acknowledges Richard's sitting activity is the biggest mystery of all time. Okay, so that's the number one comment on the video. Uh, uh, Subseed says Richard Dreyfus, one of the few that can turn a chair into a recliner. Uh-oh. A lot of people love that one. Richard Dreyfus drank. Uh, Mister Mister says Richard Dreyfus drank a whole bottle of Nyquil and ate three uh, quaaludes right before the show started. The way he constantly melted away <laughs> in that chair was hilarious. <laughs> Mr. Holland's dopest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rich, Richard Gurkha says, felt like Bill was interviewing a plumber working under the kitchen sink. Uh, DJ, DJ D10 says, imagine the difference between watching this podcast or only listening to it, which I think a lot of the people who wrote the articles uh, suffered from. And then Rob uh, said, I'm dying over Richard falling out of the chair constantly and it not being acknowledged. Which- That's so good. It, dude, it's the best. So, the, so the, as Pat said, they get fucked up on this podcast. It's like Bill Maher's sideshow. It's just him and Richard Dreyfus. It's an hour long, but I cut you down like the funniest, I think, like five minutes of it. Okay. And here he is, Richard Dreyfus, trying to stay in his chair when he speaks with Bill Maher. On the podcast. How are you? How are you? Well, it's been a long time. Yeah. Do you remember the show we did together? Which one? The Funny You Don't Look 200? Or my yes, doing your show. The show opens it's very comfortable. with you. <laughs> really? And Extremely it's comfortable. carried for the first 15 minutes, maybe, <laughs> uh, by you and Jeff's, Jeff, uh, Jeff Tambor. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, Jeffrey Tambor? Yeah. Was in that? Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Who else could I have been whacking it to? Brown. Uh, There must have been. I I know there was. Oh, yeah. Jacqueline Bissett. (laughs) Jacqueline Bissett. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And yet, and with an English accent, which usually is such a boner killer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's just something about that accent that doesn't go and so with she did and that was a big hot turn on what do you think about when you masturbate he's got Isn't lower that the ultimate question that could tell you what really a person is about what do you think about when you masturbate richard dreyfus i never thought about my mother <laughs> well, i hope and not what i never yeah. thought that if I had thought of my mother, I would be thinking incestuous thoughts. Okay, so <laughs> he thought about his mother every time. Me. And yet, incestuous he would love Pornhub today. was the oh, engine yeah. that drove my masturbation. <laughs> really? Thoughts. Yes. Incestuous with who? Who's, who crossed that street first? Y- yeah. Inquiring um, <laughs> minds want to know. Googling yeah. Richard Dreyfus' sister. I mean, yeah. you brought it up, but yeah. like, no, if I'm it's not your mother. I, he's so low. How many people could it be? I mean, I, his knees are touching the floor. His, Early years, his knees are touching the floor. I thought about very little else. Not <laughs> grandma. Who am I thinking? Oh, Kathy. I'm asking, who are you thinking of? This is on the floor. Because you know, Inquiring minds want to know. Well, I mean, you do know that porn today is like dominated almost by incest porn. No. You ever hear of the Chochinsky riots? The Chochinsky riots? No. I'm probably mispronouncing that. Where but, are they? Oh my God, he's so low. The Chilchinsky riots. He's gone. Were he's out of the chair. Out of the chair. He's, he's out of the chair. chair. Um, <laughs> Cossack driven. Oh, sure. It was the worst thing Bill, that ever up. happened to, totally to the Jews <laughs> in Russia. The worst thing that had ever happened to them. He's slinking the closer. But there were many pogroms. To Bill Maher. This is probably just the How worst. is this not the yeah. headline? But he's not what, racist. Course, he's just a drunk mess. Exactly that. That's what it the show that. Fiddler on the Roof is about. Yeah. Fiddler oh, on the Roof up. is the Cossacks are always coming, yeah, I so I want a written man. This was the picture of perfect innocence and being But trying to sit in the chair. Puerto Rican Catholic. Your girlfriend. Yeah. She was great. Bill Maher just doesn't say His upper back is touching the chair. That's it. Because Bill Maher got him high, dude. (laughs) Bill Maher feels very responsible. (laughs) He's an epic pothead. Dreyfus can't handle his shit. Clearly not. Uh, Look at him. He's holding his hands in the air. I mean, Bill Maher's sitting there being like, what did I do? Well, that's the first one. Why isn't Bill like, we should stop filming for a minute. He was a Catholic cab driver. His Publicist is calling in a bomb threat. Only Jewish, <laughs> but not really. A he doesn't remember Santa. I just heard this the other day. Someone did that the other day. Is that like you? He speaks to the anti-Semitism, oh, especially in the second half. Oh, this is that's Spielberg going on around line. today. I mean, you know, he he they he got some of that real um, punch in the nose because you're a Jew stuff. What really? Yeah, you didn't really? know that. Really? No. Yeah, he's fucking <laughs> Spielberg. The director. Yeah, he knows. <laughs> Big Jew. Dreyfus. Dreyfus never plans on working ever again. No, dude. <laughs> it's amazing. It is amazing, dude. I didn't know 
That is Dr. Leo Marvin, for those who don't yeah. know. If you haven't watched What About Your Bob. death therapy saved me. <laughs> Eugene, yes. He's not looking like a genius in that. Dude, but Dr. Leo Marvin, he doesn't give a fuck to Wes's no. point. He yeah. he is so fucked up on that show, saying whatever he wants. Does Could give two shits what anybody says about it. <laughs> I never thought I could like Dr. Leo Marvin more than I did. And I do after watching that interview was incredible. I think the headlines are a little out of line because obviously he was zonked out of his mind. I mean, did you see Bill Maher was putting a like Bill? You can't have a bong on the set of your television show, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bill Maher. He had he had a packet. Pat, you to your point, he had joint. I saw joint. Oh, Bill Maher's one of the biggest potheads in entertainment. Joint after joint, smoking him. He gets fucking stoned on that show. Yeah. Another bakeout. Dude, that was one no, of the funniest interviews out. I've ever watched. Like, it's another stakeout. Yeah. These references are too deep. But yes, yeah. that, that was fucking great, dude. Dude, it's gold. It's content gold. I guarantee you, Dreyfus and Mar aren't upset about it. Like, every all all the journalists are upset about it. But that was one of the funniest fucking things. And thank you to listener Evan for sending in the chair aspect because everybody in the media was talking about what he said or whatever. But no, this the is listeners, way, this is Evan the and others, this is the fi- story. Finally got us to look at the chair and well, think, do you think God, that's a cover, did. Will? That's a cover because because if if you're saying some shit that you know might be potentially like, you know controversial, you could always point to I was fall out of my chair drunk or fall out of my chair stone. Literally. Maybe so. Maybe I, so. I but it got, would be very I think, smart. I, think, I don't know if you reverse engineer path. I think he got to that state of mind and. And now he, he needs this. It. Now his PR people might want to start spinning it that way. Oh, uh, but, but, but what? Care. He didn't say anything that was like too, too, too crazy, right? Except like that was the, uh, that he masturbates to his sister. No, no that, that was that, the craziest that, thing. I'm talking about that the was headlines. the craziest. That was the, <laughs> the headlines. <laughs> are not good. That was the yeah. craziest thing. Said. I mean, not my mother. So <laughs> they missed. They missed the two biggest the headlines. First? Clearly, it was his mom because he said he mentioned his mom like three times. Yeah. And then he's like, but I also do incest all the time. And my, that was the, the, the stories was he, Richard Dreyfus jerks off to, to family members and falls out of his chair when he gets high. Yeah, slides on the pillows. Not that he's uh, upset about inclusion, uh, uh, diversity in filming. Right. That's, that's, no, that that's, was like a very that's a third, as, distant third. As was, you could tell from the cut together, it's not even one of the most explosive no. parts of the interview. That was his PR person doing doing their job is the headlines. Dude, I right. don't think they have a PR. Focus I think on that's, the Oscars, yeah. please. That's better, that's better than the that's incest way point. way better. Yeah. <laughs> We got to see where they film that show because the light I've noticed that, that show, the lighting is so dark. Oh, it's like, so dark. So it's in like dark. Bill's basement, man. They're just well, partying. To it's your point, awesome. he just pours you like, you know, bourbon. There's a bunch of empty Coke cans. So they're drinking like, you know, Jack Dude. rum and expensive stuff and Coca-Cola. And then he gets you high off his weed, which is 10 times Strong. stronger than what Dreyfus has smoked. If he drives some dirt yeah. on the side. Yeah. Yeah. Dreyfus is the man, though. He's so funny, man. He's fun. I just you never see celebrities get that fucked up on air. And no. so it's just like, oh, it's at his house. Yeah. No, Perfect. Exactly. So mm-hmm. Dreyfus was I mean, comfortable. Dreyfus probably slept over there. Oh, dude. Yeah. He, he, yeah. Put Dreyfus, like, he just, slept on the floor of the chair. <laughs> 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 he slept right there on the chair. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. And that's why he had the extra pillows. Probably had a blanket, too, under there. You couldn't see. But Dreyfus anyways. might still be there. Yeah, thank you so much to the listeners. That's why we, you know, the Heart of Hive is undefeated. Uh, you guys point out what's really great about the news uh, and help us find that too. So thank you very much. That was that was the real story. Drive is falling off the chair. And that's this Monday's Hard Factor. Time to spin the wheel. All right. Does that wheel look good to everyone? It's at, so hold on. Club Random is at his home bar. Yeah. Which is known as Club Random. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. 
So, and the reason it's so dark in there is because he's got those fucking cameras just set up. Close encounters. Just in case Dreyfus comes over. Yep. Close encounters of the third kind, <laughs> bud. Dreyfus is the man, Jaws. He knew he knew Spielberg. That At the end, I included that because Dreyfus was, I think, fucking with Bill Maher. At the end, he was so fucked up that he was, like, shit-talking him to his face a little bit there. I'm going to watch like, the club episode. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Good. Thank you. And then Fr- there's a Fred Durst episode too. Come on. Oh yeah, but Durst can probably handle his weed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. No, he's not driving. Nobody's he's not falling go out to- of his chair. Nobody's getting to drive this level. That's- <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Here's for coffee tomorrow. Wes, don't be a number. I will have your coffee. Fantastic. Can't wait for that, Wes. Thank you for spinning the wheel. Remember, send me, Will, at Hard Factor Will on Twitter and Instagram and Discord. All of your submissions for the Hive Five this week. Also, don't forget, drop us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and send us what you want us to say. If you want to hear it read back on this Friday's episode during the Hive Five, follow at Hard Factor News on all social media and share the podcast uh, with people who might think it's funny to help us get to Hive Island one day as a group collectively. You're all invited once we get there. Uh, But most importantly, get out there and have yourself a great fucking day. Yeah, no, say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, now get out of here right now. That's a little rough, Randy.